Season's greetings. Welcome to the second part of Dice Hooligan's holiday presentation of A Christmas Carol Adventure by Verge Games. If you haven't heard the first part of the holiday game, you might want to stop this now and check out part one. After all, no fair sneaking a peek at your gifts early. Let's start off first with introducing my players, starting with Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. I am playing Reginald Fezziwig, and I am the cleric of the group. Uh, my name is Morgan. I'm playing June Muck, and I am the sorcerer, or sorceress, I guess, uh, of the group. Hi there, my name is Dodger. I'll be playing Donald Scruel. I'll be playing the fighter of the group. Hi, my name's AJ. I'll be playing Isaac Control, and I'll be the ranger. And I'm Benji. Usually I play Dante Il Velazze in our Vermingard game, but for this holiday special, I'll be the dungeon master, which means my job is to play everyone else in the story, including all the weird voices that usually run in my head. So, speaking of an adventure, let's roll the bones, folks. When we last left our intrepid adventurers, they had just grasped the impossibly long coat of the Ghost of Christmas Present as he leads Scrooge off the balcony of his manor house and into the cold winter night. So, you all have grabbed a hold of this long green cloak, and as he takes off with Scrooge, you are all dragged along as well into the cold winter night. You were flying through the night air in grace. Oh, fuck. I don't Seriously. like heights. Oh, God. Yeah. Isn't this well, you, don't, this you think you don't like heights. Panicking, Scrooge cries out in alarm as it holds tight as he can to the spirit as you're flung into the night sky and you fly over the town of grace. The sight is breathtaking as entire homes look like toys covered in snowflakes. Suddenly, the spirit dives towards the street and the wind and snow begin to blur your vision. You can barely distinguish Ebenezer crying out ahead of you, his robe, nightcap, medallion flapping in the wind. <laughs> you all land with a thump and find yourself standing in a snowy street. A rather familiar street that you left earlier this evening. Before you is the large window to the Cratchit house. The warm glow emanating from its glass panes mark a stark contrast to the dim cold of the street. So. What do you do? Uh, oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh, don't feel uh, so, don't get I was going to say the pure, undriven snow, but no, it's not driven, but it's a little colored now. Where, where, where do we go? I've heard of magic carpets, but nothing like this. Well, Isaac, you're not doing too well? Yeah, I'm okay. All right, then. Are we all here? Yeah, yeah yes. but where is the other two? Where is here? Wait. Well, they're there. You still see... Uh, Ebenezer and the Ghost of Christmas Present, they're a little bit further up than you, and they're closer to the Cratchit house. Uh, matter of fact, you know, Ebenezer is already getting back to his usual tricks again, kind of grumbling and complaining. Uh, why have you brought me here, spirit? Asked an incredulous Scrooge. The spirit, however, doesn't respond, but just merely bends down next to the window at the Cratchit house and peers inside. The exaggerated harumph Scrooge draws closer to the glow himself. As he joins the spirit, however, you notice the light from that window begins to dim, and it hiding the scene from Scrooge's eyes, and he reacts to this. But, but wait a minute. I cannot see a thing. What's inside here? Ah, the glass is fogged, and he starts to, you know, scrub at the window to try to go ahead and uh, be able to see inside, but it, the light just continues to become dimmer and dimmer. At this moment, you hear something from behind you. 
there's a rumbling in the street, and something stirs in the snow. As you all turn to look, three large skeletons rise, each one laboring to stand under the weight of the pack strapped to its back. As they stand to their full height of over nine feet, snow falls off them, revealing large black orbs that are spinning on top of these packs. What do you do? Scream. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> run hey, the other hey, direction. You know, own it, own it. That's good. Would you Would you say that they are of a monstrosity nature? I would say they are of a larger giant, although they are considered, you're guessing by skeletons, undead. But because it's Christmas and I am a kind and benevolent uh-huh. GM, too these might qualify as larger, gigantic. Like giants. Okay, well, I'm going to run at it with my shimitar. Your shimitar? Shimitar. Shimitar? Run right after him. All right. So uh, do me a favor, everyone. We're going to go ahead and start off. We're going to go ahead and roll for initiative. Before that happens, can all of you give me a perception check? So roll a d20 and add your perception. What did we miss? 20. 20. 25. 25. 16. 16. 5. 5. Because my dice routinely hate me. So June's making snow angels. It's great. La, la, la. There you go. Don't eat well, that. It's yellow. For, I'm going to say oh, for ex- everyone except for, have I, have it to sound like familiar to you? Any, everyone except for June. <laughs> <laughs> As you're looking at these large skeletons, you look carefully and you notice the flickers of light are streaming from the Cratchit's window to each of these black orbs atop the skeleton's packs. I climb them. Light. I need to climb them. What are you guys doing? Look, don't look there. Look here. I'm going to point to the skeletons. Oh! oh. <laughs> the skeletons so, are stealing the light, June. June catches up with the rest of you. Oh. <laughs> you know, like they do. Yes. Of course. <clears throat> All right, so let's go ahead and start off. Roll the bones for initiative. Got 18. Yeah, I got 15. Nice. It doesn't count. Great. Why? It counts. Why? I go first? Maybe. Oh, probably not. Yeah, you don't know that. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, All right, what, what we got? So we have 18 for June? Yes. Reginald? 14. I got four. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. And uh, what, 15. 15. Oh, yeah, you do go first. Out of Same. us, at least. Same. Yeah. That's what? What'd you get again, Frank? Uh, 14. Okay. Yeah, so, it goes so it's going to go okay. June, Isaac, Reggie, and last but not least, Donald. The Don. Yeah. The Don. Say the, the best Don. for last. Oh, Don, shit. Don. <laughs> All right, then. So let's go ahead and start out. So just give you an idea. So what's happening? You're on the street. There are at one edge of the street, you have two of these creatures are coming up. And then there's one behind you, the other part of the street. So they're, you're kind of splitting your te- focus. It's a pincer attack. I'm going to go for the one that's behind. No, no, they have weapons. They don't have pincers. Oh, right. oh what kind of weapons do they have? They have, you know, weapons. Damage dealers. <laughs> purdy purdy well, sticks. They, interesting enough, they carry, it looks like, large snow shovels with rather sharp edges. Oh, sick. Awesome. Oh, Lord. Isaac, yeah. give me a intelligence check, if you would. So just add your straight intelligence modifier to a d20. It's not a whole lot. It's zero. Um, no, then just, no. 19. 19. Yeah. Something you recall from the last time that you were in Grace, and matter of fact, you were just starting to go up that hill. Remember when there was, you saw there was some icicles and shingles that had almost fallen on your party 
and you went up to take a look, and it looked like someone had like broken yeah. up the icicles like a shovel or something. Oh, those fucking guys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> those, those guys. guys. Hey. So. You're like, hey, wait a minute. Two plus two equals four. Uh-huh. Do you remember when those shingles almost fell on us? Yeah. yeah. What of it? Yeah. I think it was those little pricks. Uh, I don't think they're no. very little. Excuse me, I, those I, I, are yeah. big. Big pricks. Well, like, okay, I think they were they were those big pricks. Are you saying they're playing pranks on us or something? I'm saying those they're trying to kill us. Pranks. Ah, same difference. Yeah. <laughs> little from column A, little from column B. Yeah, go with it. All right. <laughs> All right, so who's... That's you. Who's... So let's go ahead and start off with... Or what, oh, I should go ahead and roll for them. Yeah. What the heck? Let's put them in the No, combat. you don't have to. We no, don't no, 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 really. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, all good. it's all good. Do you want my dice? <laughs> uh, yes. Take Morgan's I dice. I remember what you're, from last session what your dice are like, Morgan. Mm -hmm. You can keep them. So. Oh, she's wow. using a set of my dice now. <laughs> she cursed so them. she's cursing your dice. Okay. Yeah, well, I have some to spare. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have a few last time I checked. I need to buy All right, let's go ahead and start off with, so June, you actually are first. Hey. Hey. Uh, so how far away are they? The, both of them seem to be equidistant from you, so you're looking at probably about 30 to 40 feet. Perfect. Uh, Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost, all right. 11. Mm, 11. Oh, my. So you die. So you thrust your hand out at, oh, by the way. Which one? There is one skeleton, or when there's two skeletons, and to the south, and then there's two to the north. North. All right, north. So you strike at the one, let's just say the one on the left. Yeah. So you thrust your hand out, and you see the frost begin to emanate from your hand, mm -hmm. building up, thrusting out at it. It goes wide past its left shoulder, and it stops from it, looks at it, and looks back at you with intent, and starts moving forward. Unfortunately, I, uh, you're not able to, make, to hit. Uh, Snow angels and pretend like that never happened. Just cover yourself in snow. Yeah, just <laughs> done. Well, okay, so you're. Uh, we'll do a stealth check later for that uh, hiding in the snow. <laughs> Up next is the bad boys. Oh, no. So uh, let's see. I'm going to say that <laughs> one of them has uh, the one that June shot at is angry. If a skeleton can smile, it might be smiling. You can't really okay. tell. Oh, it walks and it sounds like xylophones. <laughs> <laughs> So it it closes in very quickly. I mean, this is a giant creature, so it's closing in very quickly. It pulls back the snow shovel with the, the rusty, sharp edges on it and goes to squeeze you. You feel the wind go past your face that barely misses you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I retreat back into my snow angel. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. The <laughs> other one I'm going to say is attacking... Uh, let's see here. It's attacking Donald. Oh, okay. And, Donathan. Um, Donathan. Donald, what's your AC, sir? 18. 18. All right. Well, this one seems to have a bead on you because it goes to strike oh. and connects oh, with this damn. great shovel. Uh, you take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Wow. Is it just smacks you in the side of this. It's a big shovel. And you're a small dwarf. I am, yeah. <laughs> Almost, uh, you're almost lifted off your feet with this. You'll believe I, a dwarf can fly. <laughs> All right, well, that's them. And then the one, the other end, it is going to attack Isaac. Gee, thanks. I hate it. Yeah, well, it's uh, it loves you, however. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, would a 27 hit? Would you believe me if I said no? Not sure really. I, I, saw the, I saw the characters. Yeah. So. All right, so it is going to do... 
13 points of damage, much like the other one. It is just taking the shovel, the flat uh, flat end of it, and just smacking you with it. And once again, almost lifting you off your feet with the power of this blow. Jesus. Okay. It won't help. <laughs> and, all right, so that's their turn. Let's go next to Isaac. Good. Um... What I'm going to do? pick the um no. There's one. Uh, there's one on you right now, up close and personal. Okay, smack you. For Hunter's Mark, I need a. It takes one bonus action. Yeah, you're able to do one bonus action. So, uh, so that a bonus action can be done in your turn, just like you have your regular action. Okay, so I'm just gonna ahead put it on the person on the bones that's on top of me. Okay. Um, they have backpacks with. They have a backpack that looks like this black spinning orb that seems to draw in light. Can I strike the backpack with my scimitar? Am I able to, like... It's the backpack is up pretty high. You'd, uh, it, it would be a mean feat to be able to strike it from where you are. If you had, like, uh, projectiles or something like that, you like could strike crossbow? at it. Or, like you're saying... A crossbow, or for instance, you could, uh, you were saying you were attempting to climb it as well, or that was one option you had. I'm going to go with that for the sake of fun. I'm going to go ahead and climb the skeleton. Uh, you're going to make things interesting. Okay, well, let's, so you're going to try to climb the skeleton. I'm going to give it a free attack on you, attack of opportunity, because you're closing in and trying mm -hmm. to get to this. So okay. it's going to not hit you. Yes. All right, cool. <laughs> but it's, it tries to grasp a hold as you're climbing up, like trying to pull you off, okay. but you're able to nimbly move around it. Since you, you're experienced working, uh, uh, fighting larger creatures like right this. On. Okay. All right, so then I would just do a dexterity roll to climb. Uh, let's do an athletics roll for climbing, if you would, please. Eight. Eight. Well, uh, <laughs> so let me just describe this for a bit. So you start trying to climb up. You're about up to the femur, and right now it's starting to move on as you're climbing, and you're just holding on to its leg and going, ah! <laughs> okay. Not exactly where I want to be, but not where I don't want to be. Of course. So. Uh, I will, that is a movement action. You still have an attack action if you want to strike at it from where you are currently. <laughs> okay. Um, Smack with your sword, man. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, cut it with my... All right. I'm going to say that you're able to. You have one hand. You're holding onto the leg here. It's walking. Keeps on walking. And you have the scimitar in your other hand, so you strike at it. Go ahead and give me a roll, please. 14. 14. <laughs> All right. You're able, you're strike at it, but it looks like it's just not finding it. Probably because you're holding on, so you're mm -hmm. able to go ahead and pull back as far for a hit. Okay. And you strike at it, but it doesn't seem to do it. It looks like it chips off a little bit of the bone, but it doesn't seem to do any noticeable damage to it. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, now that we're done with that minute, let's go ahead and move over to Reggie. Uh, I cast, so <clears throat> just to paint the scene again, we have yes. the one that Isaac is hanging on to. We have yes. the one that's fighting femur. Donald. And we have the one that's uh, smacking June. Yeah, the attempting one to attempting June. to smack June. Okay. <laughs> Please. Uh, I'm going to... June Smackdown, if you will. Yes. <laughs> Since uh, she is the most squishy out of all of us, I am going to cast Sacred Flame at that skeleton. How dare you? I, 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 I believe like. he's referring to on AC, uh, squishy. Ah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Awkward. That too. Sure. Awkward. Uh, okay. weak. <laughs> uh, so you you have to do a uh, DC 15 dexterity. So. All right. Well, that's not happening. So good for me. Or oh good yeah. For you? Well, it's, no, it's no, it's not happening for the he. He doesn't he save. Did, no, he doesn't save. Okay, so, so. I, sh I shoot my sacred flame out of my hands for radiant damage. Right. And it is two D eight. 
Not bad. 12 radiant damage. Ooh, so that oh does God, affect it. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it actually pulls back from that. I'm sorry, what was the total damage again? 12. 12, okay. So it pulls back and hisses at God. this. Uh, and I think it, you now have its attention. Good. So it seems to, it was really focused on June before, but now it's looked, it's craned its large head overlooking at you, the baleful look. Yes, give me all your bales. There's all your bales. <laughs> all your bales belong to you. Yes. All right, next up is Donald. Right, I, so I'm on, I'm on the floor, right? Yes. Right okay, so I use half my movement speed to get up, just grumbling, oh, skinless bastards. Why can't we go back to fighting bandits and saving mayor's daughters? Why skeletons? Don't be a weenie. <laughs> so I get up, and uh, who is the closest? I'm sorry, what's that? Fighting mayor's daughters and no, no. Uh, <laughs> saving, saving bandits? bandits? Oh, there was just one time we, we fought a mayor's daughter. It was just skinless. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, back to the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. Shit out of us. <laughs> Out of which one of my party members is the closest to me? Uh, right now, I'm going to say that. Well, it seems it seems Isaac is getting closer as the skeleton he's riding is getting closer to you. I got him. Okay. Uh, out of the ones on the ground, I forgot he's a. He, I forgot he's. Climbing. I'm okay. I'm well, okay. I got him. He's about it. He's about it. Wearing him down. He's he's holding on to what would be the thigh, the left thigh of it as he's going by. Yay. Oof. Okay, then I'm gonna look at uh, June. Uh, I'm gonna grab my yes. rope and say, "Grab this!" I throw it to her. Why? Okay. Oh, I'm gonna try to trip it. Okay, I thought you'd be like, "Cause I'm gonna fucking hang you." Get out of here. Take your I, shitty oh, dice and go home. Okay, I wanted to do that one. Done it a long time ago, June. <laughs> wow. I hate interparty conflict like this. <laughs> really? Oh, oh my gosh, it's just like the fight on Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, damn it! Snow wow. everywhere. Uh, these skeletons smell better than the inside. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, they're tall. And we I need to get up there. All right. So, so I'm gonna, you're throwing a rope to June. So yes. I want to try. Scooby-Doo shit. Yes. And Scooby-Doo shit. What, what exactly are you uh, attempting to do here? I want to tell June. It's like, run around it. We're going to try to trip it because we need to get to those bags. Uh, okay. All right. I guess this is what I don't know we're if we can climb. I'm not climbing this skeleton. You he wouldn't notice you if you climbed him. <laughs> if you wanted to do that, you could. She's calling you short. <laughs> this is not really so Isaac, you, I don't think you have any room to talk right now as you're riding one of them. It's fine. <laughs> it's like you Just... picked up an Uber. <laughs> it's called Dreamer. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, ouch. All right. So, June, trust me, please. So okay, I'm going to say that's the, that's, uh, so you've, you've got that, you got the rope out of your pack. You've thrown it to June. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, she's going to have to pick it up on her turn. So you've got yes. part of this done. So, so what you're trying to do is set up the trip or entangle yes. one of these skeletons. One, All, right. All right, then. Uh, that's what you're doing on this one. I will allow you to pull back your end as a movement action if you want to, to kind of prep. If you want to, are you going to be running around it, or are you going to try to like pull it taut to trip it? I'm going to try to run around it because I don't think. I... So we go in like a different direction. Yes, different to... direction. Hopefully not hitting each other. If that's the case, I would say why don't you, if you want to, you can hold an action to say, you know, for instance, once June picks up her end, I'll start running around like I'm a snowspeeder. Sure. I'll, no. Yeah. Right. Sure. I'll do that. A dwarven snowspeeder. Mm. <laughs> Never there is in the land. At least not that I know. 
All right, then. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Funny you should say that. Because I think it's June's turn, isn't it? No, it's the uh, baddies. Well, that's Donald. We go back up at the top to June. Oh! oh. oh. So, June, wow. you've had uh, Donald throw you a rope, and <laughs> yep. he's told you this ingenious plan. We can do it. I'm sure it has no fault. First. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> Aim for the bushes. Which one should I use? Either. Got a pick for me. Get the red, right. one. red one. The red one. The red one. Red. Okay. The red pill or the blue pill? I'd say it's the red D20 or the blue D20. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do this. So oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I used too much magic on that one. Now you guys know that I have powers. Uh, oh. Yeah. So that would explain some of the uh, things that have happened in Vermigard. Oh hmm. yes. All right, then. <laughs> Let me tell you what happens. I'm going to explain this. So, well, first of all, so June, yes. what are you? So you've got the rope. Yes. And he said he's going to be running around. You're going to try to trip trip the giant. Uh-huh. What are you doing? So are you going to run up yourself or you're going to try to trip the giant with this rope that you're holding on to? Well, I had figured as soon as I got it, he and I would run towards the skeleton at the same time and then run around it in different directions as to trip it. Is that what you were thinking? Yes. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you interpreted that correctly. Thank God. So (laughs) that. Here's what happens. You see, Donald, that June has the rope. You both go running towards the foremost out of the two, the foremost giant skeleton. And you're able to get the snow. Being a dwarf, you're able to go and get through it okay, but it's a little bit rough in this. And June is outpacing you. She looks like the snow is not even impeding her. She's moving up on it, and she slides literally between the giant skeleton's legs, comes up from the other side in an amazing feat of grace and pulls the rope taut around one of the giant's legs. It tries to move on. And uh, if both of you can give me a strength check. So I wanted to to roll a d20. (laughs) Roll a d20 and add your strength modifier. Oh, do a good job, Morgan. This is just like Vermingard. Oh, no. Yeah, so whatever you Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Tell me you guys just collide. I got a nine. I got a seven. Okay, no. so nine and a seven. I got a seven. All right. As I said before, June does this amazing thing pulling around, and now it's, it, it is snagged. The rope is snagged around the giant's left foot, and it tries to pull. You both brace. And next thing you know, you're moving across the snow. Both of you give me dex checks. Oh, I know. So just roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier, please. One. No one. way. Did you roll a one? Uh, yeah, I rolled a one. Oh, uh-huh. God. Eleven. Eleven. All right. Well, I want to explain what happens here. This is <laughs> this a little really... slapstick. But <laughs> both of you... Now, Donald, you brace... Uh, and you're able to, you got a firm grip on the rope. <laughs> Problem is, you don't have, your feet don't seem to have a firm grip on the ground as you go flying forward as this thing keeps moving. And June? Yeah. Uh, you are not able to hold on. You're able to do a great job of getting around it, but you're not able to hold on to the rope very well. Okay. And it burns in your hands. I'm going to say it just take, take a one point of damage. All right. And the rope, as it slides out of your hands, 
you're still there looking down at your empty hands as you know as Donald now is being drugged behind the left giant. <laughs> while we have Isaac riding another giant. <laughs> party, party, it has party. now become it's now become the new Frozen 2 attraction. <laughs> Coming soon to Disneyland. I can just hear I can hear you just be like, Avenge me. Uh, I look at a I mean, Jew while still holding snow. onto the rope. It's like, <laughs> I swear, I heard stories that were the sword. It's like, so, this will work. Here's what happens. Isaac, it's now your turn. You're riding a giant going by one way that mm -hmm. looks like it's going after Reginald. And then the other giant is moving past it. As you're passing, you both notice, Donald and Isaac, you both notice each other. Hi. As you're going past <laughs> each other. What are you One's doing? One's being drug, and the other one is like Why riding. Why are you on the ground? Ground? Why are you on the skeleton? There. <laughs> and Reginald is right now asking, why am I here? <laughs> I missed the memo where we were going to ride these skeletons. So, um, Isaac, skeleton. skeleton rider that you are, what would you like to do, sir? I'm going to continue my climb. All right. Go ahead and uh, another athletics check, please. 18. 18. All right. This time, you've got good purchase okay. as you're scrambling up this thing. What are you doing? I'm going for the bag. You're going for the bag? Yeah. All right. So you get up moving behind it. It's trying to grasp with its hand to reach you, but you're able to nimbly move around it. Okay. Uh, you're able to get up to that bag, and you see inside this black orb. It seems like you're drawing in light. There's motes of light coming from other light sources, mainly the Cratchit's window, but maybe from some of the street lamps nearby, which are all being snuffed out one by one. And it seems to be swirling this black mist inside it. And it okay. seems to be the, the orb almost seems like it's rotating. Take the bag off. It looks the bag is probably about the size of Donald. Be a bit difficult to with you in the back to be able to do that. Can I rip the bag open? Uh, the bag is open on top. You see the orb is just like rotating on the top of the bag. So it's almost like the bag is open. The orb itself is like halfway in the bag, but the top half is out. And that's where you're seeing all these motes of light. Give you an idea. This is what it looks like. Uh, oh, yikes! Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a pretty thing. On top of that, okay. Yep, you're you're uh, you know, you're you're on the uh, e ticket. Wow, I just dated myself there. <laughs> what was the war like, Grandpa? <laughs> it was, it was uh, one side won and the other lost. I think. <laughs> oh, but it's never that easy, is it? No. What happens if I touch the orb? Can I touch the orb? I want to touch the orb. Do you want to touch the orb? I want to touch the orb. You want to touch the orb. All right. Uh, well, spill it you out. Touch the, the orb. And. 18 points of damage. No. <laughs> you feel as if touching it, you there's an odd sensation, like a tingling in your your hands, the palm as it touches it. And you begin to feel like. A little bit tired. And you look down at your hands and you're seeing your hand. It's you, you shake your head. It's almost like your hand is turning gray. That's not good. No, that's definitely not good. Can I close the bag? There doesn't appear to be a top to it. 
So the bag is like just an open bag up top, it's like okay. a backpack almost, and it has an open side to it. You could try, but it looks like this orb. It wouldn't the the the, the lid, so to speak, of the bag, the flap would not mm-hmm. fit over the orb. It almost seems like it's almost like half levitating on the top, you know, top part of this bag. Can I stab the bag? Uh, you can stab the bag. Absolutely, I'm gonna stab the bag. Ten. Wow. You successfully stab the bag. Thank you. It cries out in pain. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, however, is you go to strike the bag and it tears a little bit of it aside, but it seems like the orb is just still right there. there. Okay. It's moving. Like it's almost ha- as I said before. It almost like it's levitating towards the top of the bag. All right. So that's Isaac's turn. Reggie, we go to you next. I am going to shoot Sacred Flame, surprise, I know, at Whoa. the orb. At the orb? All right. Yes. Uh, so, as I said, these skeletons have been moving. They took their right. action to move. They're kind of bewildered a bit. Yes. Uh, why things had They picked up oh, mites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, you're going to do a Sacred Flame at the orb itself. Yes. All Which right. orb? Black orb. Uh, the, the the skeleton that's walking towards me. All right. Because it was the one that was attacking June that I smacked with my... Because I'm awfully close to the orb of the one I'm on. <laughs> no, not yes. that one. Okay, so this is the one that was attacking June and is now dragging Donald. Yes. All right, so you going to do that? Go ahead and uh, roll the hit, please. Uh, it's actually oh, a dexterity that's right. save. That's right, for that one. So um, if you want to do the skeleton to save for it... it the skeleton does not move aside. It's not able to move away from it. It strikes the orb flashes, and does not appear to have any effect. Interesting. Probably just went right in there. Mm. Also using fire. Mm. Yeah. It seems source. like with the radiant, the, as the radiance of the sacred flame hits, you notice that flame and the light from it, the radiant damage you usually see like emanating from when you strike a creature, it's absorbed Interesting. by the sphere. Ah. Being dragged, do I see this? <laughs> uh... You see a bunch of snow. You see a lot of snow in your okay. face. Uh, <laughs> unless you get, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Tell you what. I'm a you kind of an your GM. Uh, I'm going to roll a d6 on a 1 to 3. You're on your back being drug. Okay. Uh, five, 4 through 6, you're belly down and full of snow. Mmm, snow. That's tasty. Oh, so, yeah, you're okay. your face down. action to shout, fire doesn't work on the orbs. <laughs> What? Yes, Donald has the right idea. What do you say? Yes. <laughs> no, listen to Donald. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Oh my god, they killed Kenny. I mean, uh, Donald. <laughs> All right. You bastards. Uh, let's speaking of Donald, um if you're done water skiing or <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> which just translates to oh for god's sakes and you just let go. Okay. And um I guess he's half my you movement speed. You are prone right now, so, so it would take movement action for you to get up. Yep. So going to get up, All and right. I stare. I'm assuming that I see the backside of the skeleton, like, kind of walking away. Yes, you time. do. I was like, grab my javelin, and I just throw it at the bag. Throw it at the bag? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that would be 18 plus 7, 25 to hit. 25 to hit. All right. It sticks in the bag. Cool. Oh, just stick something back. Nothing else happens? 
it's stuck in the bag and you see now your javelin disappearing with the giant as it's going uh it's moving further into your friends so. my shoulders just start like scrunching up it's like dad did nothing <laughs> and just start stomping the crowd he's like someone do something about that bag <laughs> all right then we're gonna go up to the top of the round uh the skeletons as i said for there they were just moving uh, they don't seem to be impeded too much by you folks yet yeah uh, yeah there was one of them though did take some yes i did do damage from damage. the yes. sacred flame that reginald did all right uh june your turn June. Okay, so there are four skeletons, right? There are three skeletons. Three skeletons. Three skeletons. One that has a javelin in the bag. Yes. Yeah. One that is. One that has a javelin in the bag. Another one that has an Isaac in the bag. Another one has Isaac on the bag. On the bag. And where's the other one? And the other one is coming up towards one. Reginald at this point. Well, so Reginald. Reginald actually has one that he hit that was attacking you before it's going towards him and the one from the south is coming up towards reginald as well Ooh man i'll do the one that's already hit okay okay so uh shock and dismay ray of frost again ray of frost again all mm -hmm. right then go ahead and roll the hit please, please. <laughs> 21. 21 21 total all right you're able to hit so um you're striking you're uh striking at the skeleton right yes yes so it okay. is 2d8s Gotta roll it. Got a four and a three. Seven. Four and a three, so seven points. All right, so seven points of damage. It flashes, and you see some bones chip off of it. Boom. Uh, it looks. You see it kind of pause for a moment. Look at where you hit it across the shoulder with that mm -hmm. frost, and it's actually the chips come from. You see that frost on the shoulder on the bones itself. Uh, however, it just kind of stops for a moment flexes its shoulder and you see the frost break off of it and it keeps moving it doesn't like it hit but doesn't didn't do a significant amount of damage to it all right so with that we then go to hey it's their turn and this time instead of just walking around they're gonna go ahead and take a Smack shot stuff. so amazing <laughs> all right <laughs> i will say that june you got, got its attention enough and it has enough reach that it turns around and is going to take a swipe at you with that shovel uh once again tell me your ac if you wouldn't mind it is 15 it is 56 <laughs> it swings and once again you're able to just by chance you're backing away from it and you slip in the snow a little uh. bit and as you slip you see the shovel just go right over where your head would have been. Holy shit. Man, Oof. I keep narrowly missing. This is nice. <laughs> well, they keep narrowly missing. Yeah, really. They keep narrowly they dodging. Keep, I keep missing. Gnarly missing? Gnarly, oh, gnarly missing. missing. Uh, Reginald, the one from the south, now uh, you have its undivided attention, so it's Excellent. going to strike at you as well. Do it. Uh, what's your AC? 17. 17. It pounds, it, it goes down for a straight down strike, trying to bash you into the snow you're able to go ahead and move back just in time as the shovel shovel flattens down right in front of you you know if hit it hit would have been great it would have been pretty ugly so uh but you're able to narrowly avoid that as well excellent uh, because i'm rolling nothing but rocks and not the good rocks uh so and then the other one well isaac it's going to try to pull you off of its back can you try to pull me off? <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, no. 
No, it, it's, it tries to grasp. It just can't. It, it keeps on like grasping like behind you. But it's got that wacky waving. Yeah, wacky waving. Yeah. So it looks like looks like one of those uh, inflatable things you see to advertise awesome, like tire perfect. stores. And so exactly it's just flying around back there, but it's not able to get a good hold on you because it's got the back <laughs> that backpack and that orb in the way as well, and you're okay. you're just dodging back and forth behind there. So not so hot for them. Uh, let's go to Isaac. It's up to you now. I'm going to cut through the orb itself with my scimitar. All right. Go ahead Not and the bag. roll, please. The 23. 23? Mm -hmm. All right, then. Uh, you're able to hit it. Go ahead and roll damage, please. Date. Right, yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. Right there in your hand. Oh, my God. It was with you all the time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is that a good old shit? Or? At 12. 12? All right. Yeah. So as you strike down on the orb, you just see... It stop all of a sudden. You see the motor light moving. It just stops, and you see a crack in it. And the crack, there's a light where the crack is, and the light continues to move out across the orb. Okay. And there's more and more cracks start splintering, like a spider webbing across it. Can I make? Can I jump off the skeleton before he explodes? <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, why don't you give me an acrobatics check? So look at your acrobatics. Okay, cool, tight. All right, that's awesome. I think you're pretty good with that. And to jump off without any bad 15. things happening. Hello? How much? 15. 15? All right. So you're able to push yourself off. And nice thing is on the street, there's a lot of snow right now, so it kind of cushions your fall a little bit. You're able to get down and get away from it as this orb just shatters, breaks apart. And as it does, you see the skeleton begin to wobble. And okay. it's like it's staggered and then it begins to fall. Now, that's good. The bad part <clears> is <throat> it's falling towards you. Oh, shit. Duh. How about another dex check to see if you can oh. scramble out of the way? It goes through like one of the rib cages. <laughs> <laughs> 22. 22. All right. You're able to backpedal kind of like, you know, you're, okay. you're doing that backwards <laughs> crawl to get away from it. And it falls down a spray of snow, literally just All inches away face. from your legs when you're just pushing back away from it. Jeez. And it's still. <sighs> you see. Give me a perception check, Isaac. What do you perceive? What do you perceive? Tell me. 21. 21. Mm -hmm. You notice some of the light that was, you know, when it shattered and the, the, the light, parts of it now, moats, are going back towards the Cratchit's window. Sick. Okay, so I'm going to take... You see some lights going towards one of the street lamps. Okay, cool. Lights back up again. Uh, I'm just going to take... Can I use a free action? Just to say, like, hey, just get the orbs. Cut, cut through the orbs. That's what I've been trying to tell you guys. You hit the bag. The bag orb. <laughs> Oh, the orbs. <laughs> oh, June's here. I didn't know that. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, up next, we have Reggie. That's me. What will you do? <sighs> Unfortunately, I tried my my thing using my spells on the bat. The, the orb isn't going to work. It just seems to absorb it. So I got to focus my attention on the... Well, you noticed it seemed... Um, do you have... I have Arcana. Why or... don't you give me an Arcana check, please? Or Arcana. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or Religion. Arcana. Arcana. Religious Arcana. That's true. Uh, that's going to be a 14. I have a negative one. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost 
you're looking at it and you just well, that should have worked. I mean, it's undead, but it seems that the orb itself, you're thinking it's almost like a simple cantrip may not have affected. This is, you're thinking this orb is not an artifact, but it's some sort of arcane device. Mm. Uh, it may not be affected by lesser magics. Hmm. Well then, looks like I'm going to have to do something. Major magics. <laughs> can you do can, Who are you? Can he do I'm major that? magics. Uh. Major magics. I'm going to cast Firebolt. <gasps> no. Firebolt. Will you now? I'll try. All right. All right. Go ahead. Hey, that is going to be an 18. An 18. Yes. Right. You fire away at it and it hits. It grazes the bag, barely missing the orb, because unfortunately the giant's moving right. still, so it's a, it's a moving target. Uh, large enough to hit, you barely miss it. Damn. Well. It singes the edge of the bag. Well nuts. Well nuts. Nuts. <laughs> All right, with that, we go to Donald. All right, so seeing uh, what Isaac did, um, I was like, Hmm. All right. So I start running towards my skeleton that I had the javelin into. Okay. As I'm running by him, good job, but watch this. Right. And I have my sword and shield in hand. I try to go for its legs. Okay, go right ahead. No, the orb. The orb. I'm short. <laughs> I can't, I got to knock it down. I'm not going to climb that thing. Uh, So it's going to be 19. 19 to hit? All yes. right, that hits. Awesome. You're able to connect the legs. Go ahead and roll damage, please. You got it. Eight damage. Eight damage. All right, once again, as before, it's, you hit. You're able to, uh, as you've seen some others do before, it splinters into the bone, so it takes its pieces of it off. Mm -hmm. It still looks like it's moving, uh, however, uh, but it did do some damage. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to do one more attack. Cause I got it. Uh, you spider. got it. Okay. Swing it one more time. I'm going to try to go for, like, the joints. Maybe, like, the kneecap or the behind the kneecap kind sure, of thing. Sure, to try to, like, disable on the joints. Yeah. Got it. So, 15 to hit. 15 also hits. Go and roll damage, awesome. please. 11 damage. 11. All right. You're able to go ahead and wedge your dagger into one of the joints. Yeah. And it wedges in there. Mm-hmm. It's stuck. Ugh. So you got it right in the joint, so it just pinned in between. How do you get two of your weapons stuck in a skeleton? <laughs> I'm just grumbling to myself, just like trying it. So uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, give me a strength check to, to remove it. 20. 20? All right, you're able to pull that out. It's yep. a little bit tight, but you're able to go ahead and remove it from the skeleton. So you did do damage, and you're able to keep your dagger. Awesome. Okay, All right, cool. nice job. Uh, we go up the top of the round with June. All right, so would you say that all of these skeletons are about within 120 feet range of me? I would say that, yes. Yes. Why do you ask, Morgan? Well, June's asking, um, because I want to do magic missile and <laughs> aim them at the bags. At the bags? No. At the orbs. At the orbs. At the orbs. At the orbs. Not the bags. The orbs. You've just spent the last 30 minutes going on about how the bags are a bad thing to aim for. <laughs> the orbs. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about here. Just wait. I'm going to do the editing. If it's anything, Isaac and Donald have shown you not to aim for the bags. All right. So you're aiming. So you're going to use magic missile against one of the orbs. Is that correct? I mean, the range is 120 feet. Can I get uh, maybe Certainly. at all the orbs, perhaps? 
All right, Just so you're casting this at uh, yeah, first level, three. right? Yeah. Okay. So you're able to go ahead and you pull in the powers of the cosmos, mm. bring it towards you. You delight in this sort of thing, and you reach out, and three magical darts rush out from your fingers, mm. one striking at each of the orbs. Boom, boom, boom. As they hit, there's a flash of light. And the light dims and gets sucked into... Oh, actually, no. It's two orbs. So, yeah. You want to do two matching missiles on one and one on the other? Yes. So, I forgot. We, you, uh, one is down. So, two hit the one from the south. And mm -hmm. one hit the one to the north. As they go into the orbs, you see the orbs flash for a few moments. Light. And then the light is absorbed into the orb. Huh. Too low. Give me an arcana check please check, mm -hmm. d20 plus two 16 16 as it goes as it absorbs into the orb you're just looking at going it's almost like it's bringing in minor magics you had seen before that reginald's cantrip was absorbed by one right. as well as a um, magic missile as you shot off before, which should hit without error. It does hit, but mm -hmm. it's just absorbed into the orb itself. So it would need something bigger than... Something You're major. thinking... Major magics. Major magics. Mm -hmm. major major. Yeah, major magics. That guy again. Major mm -hmm. magics. <laughs> Who are you? I'm That's major a good magics, stage though. name. Sorry. Major magics. Yeah. That is a really, really good stage I name. I don't want to know AJ. Really. <laughs> we'll talk about later. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Uh, up next. Hey, it's the skeletons. So, one is attacking you, Reginald. Okay. And it pulls back with that large shovel. Oh, and this one, I'm sorry, my friend, that's a hit. Okay, donkey. So, you take 14 points of damage. Bludgeoning <gasps> damage. As it strikes, and you just, just large clang as Ow. it impacts you. <laughs> Good. And... Lord. Uh, once again, you feel yourself slide back in the snow a bit just because of the impact of this. Right. All right. And then there is one Donald. So yeah. since you got the attention of that one, we're sticking the joint. It's going to take a swipe at you. All right. Uh, would 19 hit? AC 19. Yeah. All right. And let's roll 12 points of damage. 12 points? Jeez. Yep. All right. So next up is Isaac. Yes, sir. Um, you have yours is uh no longer a concern. However, there are two left. D E D. Which one's closest to me, or which one has their back towards me? I'm gonna say the one on the left. Okay, and they're not very fast moving, are they? They're pretty fast moving, pretty actually, fast just because the size. Long you, yeah, they uh, have. Uh, these are larger, giant sized creatures. Okay. So, their gate, they're able to close in pretty quickly. Okay. Well, I'm going to use the element of surprise. Uh, to use my crossbow to shoot an arrow at one of the orbs of the of the skeleton with their back to me. Sounds good. Uh, roll to hit, please. Would you it backfires in my face because I rolled a natural one. You rolled natural one. Ooh. Well, it. I will say that I'm going to go ahead and just make a roll here. All right. So oh God, it's that was fast. The <laughs> you think that the cold may be affecting the actual tension 
on the crossbow, so the string itself. Okay. It snaps back, and it looks like it almost breaks, but it's still still one piece. Okay, cool. But uh, unfortunately, the shot wasn't able to go through. It looks like the bolt doesn't even leave the crossbow itself uh, because of the string. So you oh. uh, you mess around with a li- little bit, and you're able to go ahead and fix it. It's not broken, but... Uh, can I use a bonus action to put Hunter's Mark on that skeleton? Yes, you can. Okay. All right. So next we have uh, Reginald. Your yes. turn, sir. Yes. <laughs> so what I just got you do? smacked. You did get smacked. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hit the skeleton that smacked me with Sacred Flame. Because I know that hurts it, at the very least, if I can't get to the the orb itself. So I will All right. shoot the skeleton that hit me with Sacred Flame. So you have to do a DC 15. Uh, dexterity set. <laughs> Well, you know, just because I didn't want you feeling out, uh, left out, AJ, I rolled oh. a one as well. Okay, so. cool. Oh, uh, it, it does not work. It does. It, it's uh, unable to save. So, okay. do damage. The good it damage. is 11 points of radiant damage. 11 skeleton. points of radiant damage. All right, it hits, and it definitely, you see some, like, uh, fractures beginning some of the bones. It hits, and it just reels back with that. Yeah. All right. Or uh, Next up, <laughs> Donald. That. All right, so eat that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're 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 a little bit more, you know, a little more civil about it. I am. He's he's starting to learn from the rest of us (laughs) to be a little more aggressive. Uh, So I'm at this skeleton right now. It's uh, I'm gonna just keep attacking it with my uh, long sword. Go for it. See it. Why can't it? Twenty four to hit. All right, you're able to hit. Awesome. And what what's your what's your target here? Uh, the skeleton I was currently hitting at okay. last turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so hitting at the leg. Okay. Hopefully making it fall. Seven damage. Seven damage. All right. You chip into the leg. You're seeing bone fragments flying off, but it's, it looks like it falters for a moment, but then stays itself and is able to stay, uh, okay. stay standing. So I'm going to keep attacking one more time. All right. Extra attack. 21. 21 also hits. Awesome. Eight. 14 damage. All right, 14. So with this hit, you're able to see it, it's it's creaking a little bit. It looks like it's a bit unsteady. It's still standing up, but it looks like, if you didn't know better, it's favoring that leg now. Oh, okay. Um, I am going to use an action surge. So I am okay. going ahead and take my whole turn again. Um, so I Ooh, see that, yeah. and I am going to at- try to attack the other leg. Okay. 15 plus... 7, 25. 25 hits. Awesome. 8 damage. 8 damage. All right. So once again, you're seeing some, uh, not as much, but the, some bone fragments fly off that leg. It's, uh, you're, yeah, but you are doing damage, but uh, it's still able to stay upright. I'm just, okay, I just look up at the skeleton. I was like, how much milk do you drink? <laughs> like, how are you still standing? <laughs> You and don't I, think it's actually visited, uh, it's gotten a drink of milk in some time. Besides, that stuff causes osteoporosis in there. Ah. So. <laughs> so I was just like, grumble, grumble, sheath my sword, I'm going to start climbing that leg. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> All right, just, that will happen on your next turn. You can okay. declare that action. Okay, June, it's your turn. Top of the round, what do you want to do? Okay, so what I want to do is I want to do magic missile, but I want to upgrade it to a second level. Okay, that would give you 
Four magic missiles, if I'm correct. Yes, sir. So what do you want to do with these magic missiles? Aim them at the orbs. Uh, two of them? Two of them. So two to each orb? Two to each orb. Okay. So you pull in, you gather your focus, and as the spell goes out, you thrust out both your hands, two magic missiles flying out at these orbs, two from each hand. As they strike the orbs, there's a flash, and you start to see in both orbs, there's crackling along the surface. And just as the one that Isaac had hit before, the light becomes bigger and bigger as more uh, hairline fractures, and, and it looks almost like a spiderweb of cracks form over the orbs. The orbs then shatter, and you see light flying out, and you see more street lights. You see other lights in other buildings, like, you know, from their windows. And once again, the Cratchit house... The light goes back towards the window there as the two skeletons fall. Yes. Should I make a dexterity check? Because I'm like right next to one of the skeletons. Oh, oh. trust me. I remembered. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, Donald, right why don't you give me a dex check? Huh. If you want to do acrobatics, if you're, you know, you're going to use an acrobatics check to go ahead and see if Maybe you can tumble yeah. away from it. I'll do an acrobatics check. Okay. Woo. One again. <laughs> One again. Well, make, make it to a four, though, if we're adding there. See, you die. Timber. <laughs> As you see the skeleton, but the one that's right by Donald, it buckles and starts falling towards him. As it okay. goes towards him, everyone just stops and almost closes their eyes, waiting for the impact, and then you hear this thump and snow flying away from it. Donald, you're wincing, closing your eyes as you open them up. You notice that you're surrounded by the ribcage of the skeleton. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, good, good, good job, June. I was going to tell you that soon. You okay in there? You pissed yourself, didn't you? I'm going to stay in this boneyard for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, you have defeated the remorses, they're called. Ooh. Ooh. Well done, everybody. Yeah. You're really good live. Uh, I, I pull over... To uh, to Donald and I pull him out of the boner pile. Boner pile. <laughs> no, Thanks, Reggie. This is where he wants to be. You know, there is a number <laughs> of different ways. There's enough different ways you could describe that. Frankly. I know, and I went through them all in my head. Before <laughs> boner pile. And you went with top choice pile. right there. I approve. Donald approves. <laughs> Remember, boys and girls, we've used all these words in complete sentences. Boners. <laughs> so as the light returns to the Cratchit window, the uh, light. Scrooge is able to see inside. He goes, ah, there it is. So he starts watching inside and he's kind of mumbling to himself. <clears throat> so as these creatures, the remorses fall because the orbs have shattered and now these large giant skeletons are lying inert on the ground. The light returns to the Cratchit's window and Scrooge is able to peer inside. After a while, he backs away from the light of the window quiet concern carved to his worn face. Uh, spirit, what's wrong with this boy here? His health it looks poorly. Scrooge rubs his old hands together. Yeah, it's a terrible thing to have to face the end, especially so soon. He turns away and searches for the imposing giant, but finds himself alone. The ghost of Christmas present is gone. He staggers away into the street, glancing back over his shoulder several times, then begins wandering through the streets, 
pausing as he comes up to the square's fountain where you'd seen before the broken angel. He looks at us, muttering to himself again, Ah, that's terrible. Yeah, I always meant to have that fixed. It's just, well, anyway. He continues to walk through his hometown. Are you you following him? Oh, yeah. 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 He begins to notice how dilapidated the buildings have become. All around him, he looks in a sign of worry on his face. I, it so, looks so bad. I hadn't noticed I was so preoccupied with what I wanted to do for the mission. I forgot about Grace. I grew up here. What was I thinking? He shakes his head and mutters himself some more and continues to look at the how the town looks and you see a deep sorrow cross his face. He shakes it off and continues to move, move back up the hill. You notice now that as you're going up the hill, these switchbacks, that frozen river of ice is no longer there. After some time, you follow Scrooge back to the front gate of his manor. It stands open. The guardhouse, quiet, for some reason. It appears Bill has left his post. I wonder what happened there. But Ebenezer is too deep in thought to notice that. He heads inside directly and climbs the steps to the entry hall. But... As you get in here, you see Scrooge is not alone. A despondent Scrooge gasps as he looks up to find a creature cloaked in black. How did you get... Scrooge's words trail off as he notices a bony hand poking out from the robes. The air itself has grown silent before this figure, as even the wind dies as it draws too close, leaving nothing of life behind. Scrooge audibly gulps. Eh... Are you the final spirit of Christmas future? The cloak figure simply nods wordlessly. Scrooge stammers a bit, going on. Eh, I, uh, am I, am I to follow, uh, follow you? Figure nods again, raising its skeletal hand to point beyond Scrooge. Ebenezer turns to look out over the town of Grace. What do you do? Shut up. Mm. I'm going to, like, see if can, Scrooge can hear us. Like, so you hey. cry out? What, what do you say? I would say, hey. Uh, just, I, I'm not sure if it's a good idea to follow him or follow his directions. He's been causing trouble this whole time. As you know, the you've, so you've seen before when you've tried to reach out to some of, like, Scrooge and some of the things that he's seen, you appear to go unnoticed. As you all... Look to where the ghost of Christmas future is pointing, and Scrooge has turned his face. You see Scrooge's face grow ashen. As you turn to see what might be doing this, you all now see the town of Grace. And it's dead. What was once a hamlet nuzzled into the snow has turned into a cold, pitiless grave. Doors you see lie torn from their frames, and windows are smashed in. Buildings are now hustrewn across the land like skulls half buried in the snow. Above it all, the freshly overcast sky is a dull, angry red. As if just beyond the clouds, the sky burns. At this, Scrooge cries out, I, I, No, no, I didn't mean for this to happen. Not this. It's just... 
My body aches. I feel myself growing old. I wanted to live forever. At least long enough that I could win back her love. I... But I didn't want to do this. The spirit turns and leads the way into the manor, still quiet. The manor itself is now lit with torches that also burn a terrible red. Uh, give me a perception check, if you would, please. Nineteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> Two. Nice. All right, so June's... Everyone about the same. He's not weird like so water. I will say that both Reginald and Donald are able to spot, if you're looking around, as you're taking in the room yourself, you notice that there's a, one of the pedestals in there displays a purple book. And the words scrawled on its cover seem alive in this hellish light. As you all enter the main hall, a tall, thin shape comes floating towards you from the far hallway. It steps forward into the light, its face emaciated, like there's barely even enough skin to cover the, what's the bone beneath it. Ebenezer gives out a sickening groan as he recognizes his own visage twisted into something wretchedly inhuman in this creature. Spirit! Scrooge cries out, No, I, I, I'm not the man I was! I, 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 I didn't mean for this! I never want to become this monster! He turns to clutch for the spirit to beg for forgiveness, but the spirit is gone. Scrooge's future self floats forward like a lifeless corpse, moving as if like a puppet controlled by an evil hand. But then it stops. It removes its gaze from Scrooge and then pauses, looking around as if sensing something. Its milky eyes turn and they seem to search the room with a vision that it shouldn't have. Finally, it raises one bony hand with a sharp motion, cuts through the air. You all feel your something tear within you. Kind of like a, a curtain rip violently from a window. You all look up to see the dead eyes of the Lich staring right back at you. Its lipless mouth cracked into a hideous smile. Yes, there you are. Shit. Interlopers. I'm gonna point. Just point at Reggie. Trespassers. I point at you. Now you face <laughs> the true power of Lord Ebenezer Scrooge. Wait, Ladies and gentlemen, roll the bones for initiative. All right, so let's see what we have for initiative. Uh, twenty or above? Anybody twenty or above? I got twenty-three. Okay, so we have Isaac. Uh, all right, it's at 23. Who's next? I have 18 for Reggie. 18, Reggie. All right. Nine for June. And then five for Donald. All right, so June and Donald. And, of course, uh, Scrooge Mach 2. <laughs> we'll uh, put him in here. Perfect. All right. So let's start off. Top of the round goes to Isaac. Hey, we're going to move towards Lich King. 
the window and fuck off. Like, yeah, I'm gonna move towards the door and leave. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this is your own game. Well, I will say something just to go ahead and set the mood. As he is finished with this, you know, saying interlopers, trespassers, and he said, "Now you face the true power of Ever- Lord Ebenezer Scrooge." The doors, the double doors leading out into the, the courtyard, doors, slam. Yeah. But yo, always about double doors. They slam behind you. Oh my god, use thaumaturgy on us. <laughs> um, He's a wizard. All right, Isaac, with a 23, you are up first. I am going to cast Hunter's Mark, and I'm going to use my crossbow, because I don't want to get anywhere near him. So you don't uh, want to parlay or anything? Um, <laughs> I mean, we've gone this far. Why stop now? This is my mentality. Are you sure he's evil? Is he big? Is he like a giant? No, he's I, just a lich. He's, okay. Just a lich. Normal guy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Normal undead source. Yeah, I'm still going to hit him with my crossbow. Um, so I'm going to do that. I fucking shouldn't have done a damn thing. Um, I got a natural one. Natural Ooh. one. All right. Let me just see something here real quick. And I'm dead. as you go to do that, <laughs> the crossbow string breaks. Oh, you do Donnie. have extra, but it'll take you take an action, an action. next time to fix the string and load it back up if you want to continue using the crossbow. All right, Donnie, here you go. <laughs> Your turn. Is it? Oh, All right. I last. Up <laughs> next, my turn. Reggie. Uh, real quick, just as a quick look over, who's hurt? I am. I know you are. I know you are. 13. Are you, I'm June? fine. I okay. took one hit. Uh, I'm going to channel divinity. Okay. Uh, it's nice of you. For healing. Okay. So the way that this works is uh, people within 30 feet of me that I choose, and I'm assuming they're all in 30 feet of me, mm-hmm. uh, get hit points that I give. So it's uh, five times my cleric level, which is seven. So I have 35 hit points to distribute between the three of us. Oh, nice. So quick math. Yeah. How many hit points? What are you at? 13. Where are you, you at? You, so you had 13 damage done to you? Mm-hmm. I have 33 left. Out of? Out of 67. So I'm halfway, pretty much. Okay, so I'm going to... So, how, so Frank, how are you going to divide up the healing for this, for the Channel Divinity? Okay, so Dodger, I'm giving you 15 hit points. Okay. And then, uh, AJ, you're taking 10, and I'm taking 10. Cool. Yeah. And June, I believe you're only down, like, from one. one from the uh, rope burns. I'm at 50 instead of 51. Okay. <laughs> how did you manage that? You know? That I can only do that one more time. Okay. <laughs> No, no guarantee Donald's going to go straight on in. Well, do what you got to do. Just get... <laughs> all right. So <laughs> we were all pretty hurt from that last fight. Yeah. So. yeah. Right. So, all right. So Reginald Fezziwig channels divinity. You feel the a warmth. I scream, oh, holy night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, when it's you Christmas to a bard? It's Christmas time. <laughs> there you go. All right. I like it. That was pretty good. So matter of fact, I've got this shiny little coin here I'm going to give you so you have another point of inspiration. Ooh. And to remind you how inspiration works, it gives you an advantage on a roll. So you can roll 2d20s. Now, that could be for a saving throw. You could do it for an attack. You can do it for uh, an ability check or a skill check. So right now, everyone has one inspiration, Frank, except for Frank. Frank has two. Because of the old holy night uh, joke. I like that. That's Very topical. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So that's what. So as I mentioned before, Reginald draws in power, and then you uh, uh, see. Uh, except for June, yes, 
You have Donald and then Isaac. You feel a warmth coming over you as you feel yourself replenished as some of your health comes back and your strength comes back, ready to go ahead and uh, tackle this new foe. So warm. All right. So next up, we have June. Huh. Let's you see. see this gaunt, emaciated husk crackling with arcane energy. How far away is he? He's about 30 feet away right now. 30 feet? Mm-hmm. Man, June does not have a lot of melee weapons. Let me give you a description of the room. Just kind of, you know, once again, as I mentioned before, <laughs> you are in the entry hall. There's the stairs going up where you had you know, rushed up before trying to beat the 12 bongs, I believe was the term bongs. you said. 12 bongs. bongs. Some might call it 12 bells, but who am I to Some, you know, argue about that? Pipes. I'm only the dungeon master. Fine. Edibles. I see how it is. <laughs> uh, there's in the room, there is pretty much what you had seen before. However, now instead of on the table up above the nightstand, you have that purple book is on a pedestal before. You have Ebenezer Scrooge, the one in the nightgown, the, the living one, is standing back towards the double doors. He's trying to get out the double doors. He's just looking back in complete terror at this creature, and he's just shaking right now. Uh, there's the other entrance, except the doors, the double doors outside are closed. It looks like the doors leading off to other parts of the first floor are closed as well. Hmm. And you have the full attention of this undead abomination. Okay. So could I run to the top of the stairs and then do a uh, ray of frost or is that All right. So you could go there. However, this undead abomination is standing pretty much at the foot of the stairs. Mm -hmm. It might be able to take to strike out at you mm -hmm. if you were to try to go by it and go up the stairs. Okay, yeah, fuck that. Um, I'll just I'll try for Ray of Frost because that's my one damaging cantrip, and I'll see what happens to All right. him. Okay, and D twenty to hit. Hey, nat twenty. Yeah. All right, nicely done. <laughs> All right, and then Ray of Frost takes one D eight. And fuck two. It's doubled. Doubled. You got a four. Net twenty. <laughs> so two points. You said four. Or four yeah, points. Because you got the twenty, so before. Oh yeah. Okay. So boom. All right. So you strike out. The frost hits it, and it does hit, mm -hmm. and it does look like it damaged it, but not significant amount of damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, All right. Fuck it. I tried. <laughs> like you're, you're like okay i'm out all right i'm gonna go sit on the couch somewhere all of a sudden june goes i like to welcome my new undead overlord <laughs> hello sir <laughs> teach me your ways my name is uh, june <laughs> it's nice to meet you i've heard a lot big fan <laughs> uh next up is donald all right um, redemption redemption <laughs> So I am just going to, like, I notice Lich. Oh, God. It's going to straight run for it and just attack. Okay. Shit myself while I do so. <laughs> Running and shitting at the same time. <laughs> a lot harder than you think. Let's see. Yeah. With my long sword, that would be nine to hit. Uh, you miss. Cool. I'm going to swing again. All right. Twelve. 
12. As you go to pull back, once again, taking a second strike at it, it, for being a shambling undead creature from all appearances, it seems pretty spry because it's able to move out of the way. Uh, you're able to, it, your sword tears through some of the tattered garments it has, uh-huh. but beyond that, nothing. And then uh, I'm going to use my bonus action, just like yell back at Reggie, like, Reggie, do you have any advice for this? You're a man of the holy, right? You can do something, right? Did you say a man of the holy? <laughs> yes, man of the holy. Uh, yes. Oh, holy night. Hey. <laughs> Kraken. Bring it right back there. You know? Bring it right back. I, I, I just see I just see him just shrug. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> so, Reggie, you shrug and... Okay, there goes that inspiration. Radiance. I can't glow. I shrug even harder. Let your soul glow. Come on. Yeah. All right. Now, it's future Ebenezer's turn. Ah. Exciting. So, this creature looks at you all. And it seems to gather up strength and the light in the room dims. I need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. Six for me. Alright. Twenty-four for me. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one? Ten. Oh. Ten. Alright. So for June and Isaac, uh, you're able to, you feel like there's something just pulling at you, almost like pulling at your soul, but you're able to resist it. However, for Reginald and Donald, you both feel almost like your soul being pulled out of your body. You both take 21 points in the chronic damage. Jeepers creepers. This guy's a dick. Well, yes. Why, Yes. (laughs) Kind of goes with the whole, you know, major villain. Two of you were able to resist this, uh, pulling at your souls. Unfortunately, as I said, Reginald and Donald, you take the full brunt of this. Uh, you're, this it's a almost like a di- disruption. Like, you know, you're just cut off from the source of life momentarily. And that's how you took that damage. <laughs> we go up now to uh, top of the round to Isaac. Can I just take a second to survey the situation as is? We're about to get our asses handed to us. Um, There's only one, correct? There can be only one, yes. There can be only one. The four of us and Scrooge are reacting to the same one. The uh, present-day Scrooge? Yes. And yes, he's reacting to it. He's like cowering in fear, and he's holding tightly to this medallion that he has on. He's just sitting there shivering in a robe and... Uh, stocking cap right now and uh, so he's reacting to the same thing we're reacting to yes he is can I go and grab present day Scrooge can you grab him can I like go and see if I can touch him so uh, yeah you can try to go up and see if you can grasp or get Scrooge's attention I'm just gonna just go for like a grab on his arm just to see if I can touch him I'm not gonna have you roll to to, to do that You, you go up and you shake him and he just you're shaking me. He's a stand, but you touch I can him. Physically touch him. You can physically touch him. Yes. Oh, shit. Game changer. And he looks at you, and he just has this scared, like blank stare in his face. What? Please help me. What do you think I've been trying to do all night? Uh, I don't know. I just met you. What are you holding on there? What's well, in your hands? Let me see it. Give it to me. It's my badge of office. 
Excuse me. It's my badge of office. Is that, that's a personal thing, isn't it? Uh, it's... Yes, it's... it's. I have many personal things in here. It's my house. So... Where's that book? What book? Uh, I've got many books here. I have a library. There was a there was a book that earlier week. I oh, you're so frustrating. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, my my fiance Bill used to say the same thing. You had a fiance. I. Right. There's neither the time to place for it. Is this the time? Sorry, sorry. 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 He looks over. So the book. He said, "If you're talking about the book, you mean that one over there." And he points over to that purple purple? book that you had seen before. That one. I'm gonna go and and and. uh, All right. What is that book? Whose book is uh, is yours? It's 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 mine. It's uh, something that was given to me by a long time ago. I I think I saw it before this evening. Who gave it to you? Hey. It was the Gaunt Man. The the Guard Man? No, the Gaunt Man. Gaunt Man. I've got a really bad accent. I can tell. Hey. Um, of course. You're starting to sound more like Batman. <laughs> I know. <laughs> how are you? Where's the book? There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> so, okay, I want to say that that's about all you can do. So he's pointing yeah. in there. I'm not going to Because you've like, had a whole conversation. So. Well, I'm going to just go like, hey, guys, I'm going to lift him up and show him to the rest of the guys in the room. Like, I just. <laughs> look. <laughs> you're man handling this poor old codger here. Shaking, look at this old fucker. <laughs> Look at this dude. All right. Well, Lion King. You know, look at this dude. Uh, so Isaac is participating in senior abuse right now. Uh, Reggie, Jesus what are you doing? Uh, so I shout out. <coughs> this is a lich. We have to find its phylactery. We have to find it and destroy it. What did you call me? It sounds personal. You're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> What's a phylactery? It's Pretty a... Think of it like Harry Potter. It's, it's Harry the Potter? Horcruxes. What's Harry Potter? I'm not talking to June anymore. <laughs> Reginald. June is not getting any healing. <laughs> oh. uh, actually, so how and far away And you're is... taking back her Christmas gift, what? And now I'm going to stay over here uh, I stand by what I said. <laughs> I stand by what I said uh, about the phylactery. <clears throat> and how far away is the lich from me? Uh, it hasn't moved yet, so it's still about 30 feet from you all at the base of the stairs. 30 feet, you say? 30 feet, I, yeah, I just... So I cast Guardian of Faith on the space next to him, and when it's when he starts his turn, he is going to get have to make a dexterity saving throw. If he fails it, he takes 20 radiant damage, uh, which I'm assuming he is weak to. Okay. And on a, if he passes the check, he'll take 10. Okay. And that, that thing sticks around until it does 60 points of damage. Okay. Oh, nice. So... Uh, you cast a spell and then... I would also like to say that I'm casting it between us. So it is standing now in front of the lich. That's okay. where it spaces. Acting as a guardian. Yes. True. All right, so this... Pardon the phrase, but I'll use it again. This holy night. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy night. Mm-hmm. Appears and you can just see the shimmering gold shield and sword in the air hovering between you and the future Ebenezer. All right, so that is your turn. We go next to June. Ah, oh, frick. Um, You're swelling, swearing your affiliate to the uh, future Scrooge now, or? What? <laughs> Gesundheit. Yeah, yes, thank you, Gesundheit. You're, like, pledging your oh, life yes. service mm. to... 
Sir, <laughs> how'd you get so tall? Um, tempted to do fireball. To hey be man, honest. that's what you got. Yeah, that's what I, got. I will say there's nothing else in the area. None of you, as far as like one of your companions. Oh wait. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It. Oh, well, I mean, uh, except. Damn it. <laughs> I that's right. Yeah. Except Donald, that Donnie? short dwarf. Toss Donnie. No, no. Can I toss a dwarf? No, no, no. Well, you, the dwarf no, no. is up it's... in the face right now. All of... up in it. Yeah. You, you can yeah, make, so it... You, you can finagle it to be like you fire it behind Ebenezer so that Donnie's not in the... I hit him in the ass. You can actually yeah. make sure the fireball is centered behind you. are skilled enough at arcane magics that you could place a fireball so it would hit the uh, future Ebenezer, but not hit your boon yeah. companion, Donnie the Dwarf. Mm. It's like an area yes. effect. Even though, how far away is that purple book from me? Is there anything stopping me from mm. just running over? The purple stairs, book right? is probably about 40 feet away from you. It oh. is probably about 20 feet away from the uh, future Scrooge right now on a pedestal. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna aim it at my my pseudo master apparently now uh <laughs> and him but i'm gonna make it to where it doesn't hit donnie if that's yeah you can do that you, you have enough skill to to pull that off and then uh can i also get a fireball aimed at that purple book oh uh hold on let me check him all right as i said before so the book was about 20 feet away so mm -hmm. you could center it so yeah you could center it so it's actually hitting uh not only the Undead Ebenezer, but also the book. I'll allow that. Tight. Okay, cool. That's what I'm doing. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, roll for initiative. No, because I no, think no, for you, for you don't have to roll anything, actually. He yeah. just has to make a dexterity saving yeah. throw. So, on this one... Try, buddy. Try doing it. You're probably Let's see. going to do it. It's probably going to be 15 DC. Right. Yeah, it, it would be. So, you see it strike... Uh, it goes to strike the lich, but it, it moves aside. It shifts... And it, the fireball does hit it, but it doesn't seem to affect it as much as you think it would. Roll damage, if you would, please. Yes, we are getting the dice together right now, because yeah, it is like 8d6. 8d6, yeah. all right, well. Two, three, one hand four, some five, d6. And <laughs> six, seven, and... Eight. eight. Teamwork yeah. makes the dream work, folks. Yeah. So I just yeah. fucking just roll all roll these at once. Of it. Yes, Fireball you is. Big bada boom. Calabunga it is. Calabunga it is. Hot damn. Okay, so I just okay. Well, some got some numbers here. Wow. <laughs> wow, these truly are numbers. Uh two, four, 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 five, five, four, and two. What is that? How could you add that up? Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. This is three damage. All right. Me. So you see it hit, as I mentioned before, it hits the future Ebenezer and He's able to take some of it. Uh, it doesn't look like it does as much damage as you think it would. However, the pedestal with a book on it just erupts in flames. And you see almost like some of the flames is taken up as it looks like there's this frost that goes and try, almost like tries to counteract the flames, but it dims down just because of the sheer power of that fireball. And you see the pedestal fall over and the book begins to burn. Hey. And this, however gets the attention of the future Scrooge, who looks at the book, glares at it, and then looks back straight at you, June. Hi! Goes, 
<laughs> you know, true Skeletor laugh here. Mm. <laughs> ah, June. Ah, June. Ah, yes. <laughs> Fear Skeletor's breakfast burrito. Um, <laughs> mm, I'm intrigued, but also terrified. <laughs> so it just laughs at you. Hi. As you see this once purple book crisping and the pages burning. So I then we go to Donald. Uh, so all that happened right in front of me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I disengage. Oof. And look yeah, at you. Yeah, you're able to, you're, you almost feel your beard kind of singed a little bit because that was, Fireball was pretty close. I, I start patting at my beard a little bit just in case. <laughs> it's like, oh. And I look at you and I'm like, uh, I think you found its phylactophore. You, you, you. The what? Easy for the you phylac- to say. What? Phylactory. Yes, that. <laughs> I think you got that. You think? I don't know. Does it look like it? He's laughing. Yeah, he, he's like, it doesn't look like he's hurt, buddy. Um, so what is this Scrooge looking like right now? Is he still terrified? Uh, he, yeah, he looks uh, terrified. Is he still being There's, carried? No, no, he was okay. he wasn't carried. He was like, "Hey, look, I can touch this guy." Oh, okay. So he's over there, still kind of like scared, looking at Isaac, and then looking back at this the, his future self, this undead creature, and the future Scrooge is just laughing as I said before at June, and uh, he's bending over, laughing almost like a belly laugh, and revealing he has a matching medallion, the same medallion as Scrooge does. Ah, uh, uh, damn. As I mean, sorry, the present day Scrooge does. Okay, so you figure um, once again that badge of office. I look, um, I look at that, and I look at June. Or I yell out to June, like, "Go for the book!" And I try stab into around his chest area. Wait, which Scrooge are you stabbing? The future Scrooge. Okay, <laughs> future Scrooge. All right, I'm gonna roll for the attack. I think that's gonna work. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen. All right, so you're able to, uh, you strike out, and you see it just skips past. So it's almost like there's some, the uh, arcane magics that have a block your blow just a little bit, mm-hmm. enough so it just basically skirts off. You even see, like, sparks flying up. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it almost gets through, but you're not able to find purchase enough to go ahead and attack that. You're going for just this chest area? Yeah, this chest area. I noticed his medallion, but, like... Okay, I don't, so I don't connect it to you because I don't okay, see it. Right, so you're striking yeah. this chest, you it you barely miss. You know, once again, like I said, there's sparks coming up from your blade as it hits like some sort of arcane barrier. Hmm. Uh it catches most of it. So almost okay. hit. And then I, I yell again at the others, like, none of my hits are hitting him, but I'll distract him. Get the book. And I go for another attack. All right. In uh 22 to hit. 22 hits. Uh, you're able to go dead center in the chest. It hits the chest, striking sparks to that medallion, and it takes the blow. The uh, and then the undead face just leers back at you, and that hurt. It's supposed to. Ooh! Oh my god! <laughs> Donald's getting sassy. Damn. Damn. Uh, that was sure. if it matters. Uh, Twelve damage. Oh, we don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Um, with that, actually, I'm going to do uh, uh-huh. second wind to regain okay. some HP. All right. Uh, so, wind D10. Where's my D10? Let's go ahead and take care of that. Three. Ten hit points back up. Ten so, hit points back up. I'm up to 37, guys. And now, it's future Ebenezer's turn. Cool. 
Oh. <laughs> now, <laughs> wait, hang on. <laughs> wait. Now, my friend dwarf, it's my turn. Not yet. Guardian of Faith goes first. Yep. Uh, so it has to make its, uh, has to make its dexterity seven throw. So fifteen. It does not. Yes, twenty radiant damage. <laughs> it hits a radiant damage. Just hits it, and it sears off. And you see the flames go around it, and it just screams out in anger. Yeah. Tight. Thank you, Reggie. You activated my trap car. Oh, oh. what does that do? <laughs> oh, Nani. <laughs> However. It seems to remain undaunted and strikes out or at Donald. Sorry, Donnie. Oh. I tried. <laughs> well, good thing I did that a second one. All then. right. So. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, AC 17? Yes, I am good. I'm 18. All right. Whew. So you just see it tries to reach out for you. You feel just like cold. Oh, by the way, so you struck it before. I almost forgot. Oh, silly me. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. I don't think you really almost forgot. No. no. Oh, no, no. I, I almost did. I wanted to share the love. So as when you struck it, uh-huh. the first strike, you take three points of cold damage. You just feel cold going oh. up your arm. Okay. The second strike... You take four points of cold damage. Oof, cool, oof. I'm going to keep erasing and Sweetheart. keep drawing down those my... Those ten points that you got, I'm just going to take, take those them back. back. Yeah. <laughs> well... And, but it, when it reaches out for you, it tries to grab a hold, and you just feel cold emanating from its uh, from its hand, its clawed hands that reaches out for you. However, you're going to be able to pull back just out of reach that swipes at you. Hmm. Narrowly missing you. Gotta be faster than that, Lich. <laughs> I've got eternity, boyo. <laughs> All right. talking shit I, on him. Uh, so we now go up to the top of the round with Isaac. Is what will you current do? Scrooge still holding on to that medallion thing? Uh, he's more just kind of clutching his chest and looking in, in terror. Right, I'm gonna grab because he's. I can probably just take it from him, right? He's probably not gonna put up a fight. Like, I can just grab it and man. hold it. You can try to grab it. Yeah. Yeah. Does it want me to roll for it? Sure. Okay. That one. Old man beats your ass. Thirteen. Thirteen? As you go to grab the medallion, there's like a flash. You're like, ah, it just it almost singes you. You take uh, one point of damage. Shit. Trying to take an amulet from a wizard. It's a simple <laughs> spell, but very effective. But, but quite unbreakable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Scrooge looks at you and says, what are you doing? You've got to fight that thing. Who who gave that to you? The Gaunt Man, right? Why do you clutch onto it so hard? Why, why do you... Why do you Hold on to it better than your own damn life. Gauntman gave me the book you this button over there. Okay, well, then where'd you get that, you idiot? He just stops and goes, I made it. When? What, what is it? I made Why do you it, hold on to it? I made it a year ago on this very night. Hmm. Why? Why it Christmas? holds the power for me to become a points of shaking finger at the future screws. That thing. Flattery. <laughs> it's the what? Speak up, boy. You sound like you're in the water. <laughs> it's the foot locker. It's the foot locker. All right, well, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to take that from you. You can't take it from me. I'm going to need you to give it to me. I can't give it to you. Yeah, I could give it to you, but it's not going to do any good. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to destroy it. Because that's the only thing. There's only keep... one person that can destroy it, lad. Who? You're looking at him. Okay. I'm bound to it. If I break it, though, what? 
he looks back at the he looks back at the, the lich and says, if I break it, I die. Do you want to be cremated? Sure. <laughs> or buried. Sure, let's see. A Viking funeral? Yeah. We'll make a statue. You saw was the Cratchits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you, you saw into their home tonight, right? Uh, uh, I, I did. You saw their family. You saw the town of Grace. I was there. We were all there when you witnessed everything tonight firsthand. And I saw the look in your eyes change from when we first met you to now. You see on his face, he stops for a moment, he's biting his lip, and then he has a nod of resignation. What would she want you to do? Bell. You see him just, uh, just, just almost crumple. She'd want me to live my life, but not any more than that. She always said we have given the life that we have. And we should live it to the fullest. I never did. That's why I wanted to hold on. I wanted to live as long as she did. But not like this. Ebenezer looks back, and right then you see future Ebenezer just stops, hisses, and looks directly at the present-day Scrooge. No, you fool. If you try to destroy yourself, you destroy me in the process. I won't allow it. And he starts, he starts like he's like he's gonna go in that direction. That is your turn, Isaac. Reggie, you're up. What do you do? Uh, kill Ebenezer. <laughs> wow, June. I Both and shoot the hostage. Yeah. Shoot the hostage. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna look at Donald. Do you need me to heal you? Yes. Or can you hold on <laughs> a little bit longer? <laughs> Which like, Reggie. I'm sorry, am I interrupting something right now? Like do you do need to have a little bit of a chat? <laughs> Reggie, for all the, the fights we've been in together, you know I can hold on. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, I'm going to cast... Oh, that's heroic. It is heroic. <laughs> I'm going to cast... Uh... Get a point of inspiration, Donald. Yeah. Speaking of which, I am going to cast Dispel Magic on the Lich. All right. So, is that legal? Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> so, choose any creature within range, any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. It's a DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. So, I'm thinking it might have mage armor or any sort of other things ah, on it. Okay. So I'm going to roll a d20 and depending on what I roll that's what a level of spell gets dispelled off of it. Okay. Cool. So Does I'm, he have any saving throw for that? No, no, no. So I just have to make the DC. Okay. So then here, yeah, I, I can pass it off to you so you can see the, the spell card. Um, All right. But what I'm going to do is use one of my points of inspiration mm-hmm. to roll okay. two d20s. Ooh. So you get advantage. So All right. Advantage. So you have one inspiration after this. Go right ahead, sir. Okay. So I have. I'm going to take the 13, not the five, okay. and it is plus <laughs> my ability score. So 16. So that means it will dispel up to a sixth level spell. Oh, nice. Right. Which is pretty, much pretty good. good job. <laughs> so if it has any any spells on it, 
six level okay. and below, okay. they have been turned off. You see it kind of, it's just like, it's, it uh, takes a, like, a, its shoulders kind of hunch for a moment, and it looks around, looks directly at you. You, holy man. You look familiar. Why does You're one of her brood. The one he still holds on to. Reg, is he a friend of yours? Why does everyone Fancy recognize wig. you, Reggie? Oh my word, he knows my name. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure, it's a good thing. We knew your mother at one time. Whoa. You talking about my mother? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of got a bit girly man there with the voice going up like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, just wait, because on his turn, he's going to get smacked by my fucking... <laughs> uh, what's right. guardian of faith again? So. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, now that with that exchange, we're going to go to June. Oh, I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to do. Um. So, well, the, the future... you can either attack or, you know, um, give your undying loyalty to your new master. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm tempted to go get that purple book, see what the fuck that's about, unless it's already burned to... It's, uh, it's going up like a nice Yule log right now. Ha, festive. Yeah, <laughs> topical. What is... Yeah, I think I should. I, I want to see what the hell is in that book. Go for I, the I, book! I literally have nothing that could... Oh, I'm distracting him for you. So what do you want to do, June? Mage armor. Mage armor on... <laughs> Scrooge. On the, oh, so future Scrooge, no, great! I just got rid of it. Undo, undo, undo. All right, okay. So, all right, so you cast Mage Armor on present day Scrooge, yes. and you see for a moment he has this kind of bewildered look and looks at you, and then kind of like nods a little bit. I nod back. And thanks. Yeah. And all right, so that happens. We then go to Donald. You're still up there. Pretty much you and the Guardian are the only ones standing between the <laughs> undead Scrooge and the rest of your party. <laughs> so do I, I see um, something kind of just like magically happens to him, like it breaks off of him kind of thing? It's, you saw him kind of stop for a moment, like wondering what's going on, then look in Reginald's direction. Okay, Reginald. And then some, had some... If you had, had any spells on him, I've taken care of it. All right, I see that. And then I go in and just full on charge attack. Okay. Uh, so first one, 18 plus seven, so 25 to hit. Ooh. All right, 25 does hit. Awesome. 14 damage. Ooh, 14 damage. Damn. That's nice. crunchy. Yeah. Yeah, that's crunchy. All right, uh, and as a present back, you take two points of cold damage. As the frost, when you hit your you like weapon, it. the frost Merry crawls Christmas. up your sword and into your arm, and it almost goes numb for a moment. You finally get, you have to shake off the, that feeling. I, I noticed that uh, cold and everything that like just kind of burns a fire in me instead. And I stuff. switch Especially, hands. Yeah, I, 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 I switch hands and everything. You know, I'm in. I don't, uh, so we got Donald here. <laughs> I have two hands, bitch boy. All right, and then, uh, Donnie, uh, Princess Bride. I, I am not left-handed. There you go. I like it. And then uh, my conversation with Reggie, asking if I can hold on much longer, kind of powered me a little too. So I'm going to use okay. an inspiration to attack this time. So with advantage. All right, go ahead. Ooh, oh, thank God. Oh, well, you know, oh, no. three and three. Oof. Well, Oof. Three and three? Yeah, three and three. All right, so. well, that is a miss and... I don't... Oh. Wait for it. A miss. Ten? Is it yeah. ten, ten and Ten, uh, unfortunately, does not hit oh. the future Ebenezer. Okay. Now, it is 
his turn. Uh, and he is able to save against the Guardian. Okay, so he takes 10 Tim, radiant damage. Tim does not like it. No. Not happy camper <laughs> about it. Not really doing it. And you see him just charge at present-day Scrooge. He's just going, like, no. Shit. Does he do that, like, Palpatine from episode three where he does the spin? <laughs> no, he just, he just starts floating towards him with evil intent. Now, present-day Ebenezer stares at Lich, and then with a sob of regret, he grips the medallion to rend it in half. The Lich is realizing what's about to happen, and he hurls himself he can try to Scrooge even more, trying to make up the distance. But a sudden snap breaks the medallion, and Scrooge collapses. The Lich himself breaks in half, mirroring the medallion. As the Lich's body collides with the hard floor, smoke bills out, pressing back the red light, and signaling an end to this future. When the smoke clears, you stand in the dark entry hall of the manor. Pale moonlight streams through the windows and rests upon Scrooge's body at your feet. The future Scrooge is gone. The silence is interrupted by footsteps from the far hallway. The gaunt man the creature you had seen before steps out of the shadows and stands before you, his too perfect face etched in fury. Well, well, well. You have ruined something decades in the making, he whispers with a voice of deepest contempt. I will have to settle for the soul that is due. And he takes a step towards the body of Scrooge on the floor. What do you do? They're shooting with a crossbow. He has mage armor on. He can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that'll help. I'm Duration's sure. eight hours, man. Yeah, if uh, if Isaac doesn't go first, then I cast uh, Sacred Flame on him. All right. Let's do an initiative here. Cool. Initiative. Okay, 18. Also, did you have to walk past my Guardian of Faith? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, still he's dead. <laughs> I also. I, I will say yes. He, he he is. He is going to walk. He's going to walk past it. Excellent. So he has a DC fifteen. <laughs> uh, but my my initiative was eight. I'm right. eighteen. 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 Ooh. Wow. That's, uh, it's going to be a roll wait. off. Okay. Uh, let's go around the table. So you three had eighteen, yes. right? So let's start off with June. What is your initiative modifier? Two. What is your initiative modifier? Donald? One. What is your initiative modifier? Four. Okay, so we're going to do it in this order. We're going to have Isaac is going to go first, followed by June, mm -hmm. followed by Donald, and then lastly, we have Reginald. All right, Isaac, go ahead and start us out. I'm actually you're going to fire a crossbow at it. No, because I still have to do the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's the um, string rope. So I'm just going to strike him with my scimitar. All right, so you rush forward to strike at him. 23. 23. You see, you connect solidly with him. And go ahead and roll me damage. So I believe it's a 1d for scimitars, a 1d6, if I'm correct? 1d8. 1d8. Okay, so yeah. it's a 1d8 in there? Then we'll yeah. go with that. I'll go with what's on the, the character 12. sheet. All right, 12 points of damage. You cut down straight across, and it goes uh, from pretty much from his shoulder down towards his torso. And as it does, you see him just kind of stop for a moment, almost looks annoyed at you. And he goes, Really? How very rude. Fuck you too, then. 
You're not my type. <laughs> oh. So uh, it strikes him, and you just see him just kind of look down at the blood. And as he does, he just kind of looks down annoyed and like, looks back at you and just smiles. We go to Reggie. June. <laughs> okay, so he can do physical damage. Yeah. You can do physical damage. You can cast spells. You so can far, claim your loyalty to your newest it didn't look master. Like he liked it. it didn't look like he hated it. <laughs> I mean, true. And I haven't used my dagger this entire game. All Do right, then. Or quarterstaff. What do I stay up? I mean, so far we know that physical damage does something to it, but we don't know about magic yet. Uh, yeah, true, 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 true. Should I just do Ray of Frost? I'm gonna do Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. Okay. So I'm gonna roll for initiative. Well, not roll for initiative. Just roll for damage. We did the initiative. So where how's that one doing for you? It's great. You know oh. we're playing a game right now, Morgan. It's because you keep saying roll for initiative, it's roll to attack. Oh, whatever. Dice don't know. Either one, that rolls. You're confusing sucks, but... a dice. <laughs> All right. So unfortunately, it goes wide, and you hear a window shatter above in the second story. And then I jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have to run over to the window, but we'll do that next yeah, turn. Okay. Uh, all right, Donald, you're up. Okay. Uh, do looking around. Is that book still on fire? Uh, you don't see the book any longer. Huh. Okay. Um, so I shout out to the party saying, like, maybe the book is still a thing. And I went straight towards the, um, the god and attack it. Okay. 15, 22 to hit. 22 hits. Awesome. 13 damage. 13 damage. You awesome. hit it and it's you slice in the other its upper arm, it goes in there and it cuts in and it just looks at the arm, looks back at you, and just shakes its shakes his head slightly at you. And with a look of almost disappointment. Hmm. Yeah, so I just I take that as a challenge and I'm gonna attack him again. Alright. Mm, Twenty-three to hit. Twenty-three hits. Awesome. 30. Nine damage. Nine damage. And it looks and so it strikes again, probably around the same. So just once again, adding to that, and now you see blood flowing down the arm. So we could hurt it. Yeah. Out. Next up is Reggie. Uh, I'm going to rush between my uh, the Gaunt and Ebenezer. Okay. And I the body of Ebenezer. The body, yes. Is can I do a quick like heel check to see if he's breathing? Yes, you can. Okay. So I do a medicine check. Yep. Uh, bu- 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 bum. So it's seventeen. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. Shit. Well, we did it, guys. We saved Christmas. <laughs> and he was after a soul, right? Yes. Specifically, Scrooge's soul. You get the impression. I get the impression. I put my hand down on Scrooge, and I say, He's not finished yet. And I cast Revivify on Scrooge. All right. Sucker! The creature returns to life with one hit point. All right. Boom. You just see Scrooge's eyes flutter open for a moment. Go, but, but, I... You look familiar. I've been getting that a lot today. <laughs> so on the Gaunt Man's turn, he just looks at you all, and he reaches out a hand, and you see Scrooge's Scrooge lift up 
And as the gaunt man's hand clenches tightly, you hear a snapping of Scrooge's spine as the light fades from his eyes. And he goes limp. Nice seeing you again, man. And as this happens as well, you notice the wounds on the gaunt man start to close up. Now understand this, children. I'm a businessman. And I have come for what is due to me. You can stand in my way, or you can move aside, because nothing will keep me from... With that, he is cut off, as suddenly the massive front doors fly open, and a flurry of snow heralds a strong, elderly man with a white beard. His eyes dance like snowflakes around (laughs) him, and he holds a small smile on the corners of his lips. The physician's voice echoes through the hallway. Ah, yes, this soul is yours by right, for now. But it is my right to grant the redeemed rebirth. The gaunt creature seems shocked, but manages to glare at the elderly man. His soul was as black as they come, old man. It is mine. The elderly man raises a hand to one ear and leans forward. I'm sorry, what was that? You said was? Oh, well, did he ask for forgiveness? Did he wish to change? The creature just goes still as he fumes, realizing his mistake. The elderly man merely taps his chin and hums, Hmm, if we only had someone here who could testify to it, someone who could bear witness for Ah, he smiles and looks at you all. Oh, how very convenient. Perhaps you all could help settle this? Tell me, what say you good folk? Has Scrooge been redeemed? I'd say yes, he has. Yes. Yeah. And you, Ranger? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. Ah. So the elderly man's eyes sparkle, and he turns back to the creature with a broad smile. Well, there you have it. That's enough for me. The smile vanishes as the elder's eyes harden, and he commands in a voice of complete and utter authority. Now leave. A sudden gust bellows through the front door, filling the hall. Snow and wind fly towards you and the elderly man, but somehow bend and shift around you, barely ruffling your clothes. The wind, however, does not bend for the gaunt man. As his hands turn to claws, he desperately scratches for perches against the driving gale, his fingers digging furrows into the stone. But it isn't enough. In a blink, he is flung back into the shadows and is gone. No! The wind continues howling and snow begins to choke the air. Soon, all you can see or hear is the all-enveloping snowstorm. And this suddenly, as it started, the howling stops. As a blinding white fades, you open your eyes and realize it isn't snow, merely the bright light of a new morning pouring through the windows. You stand in the entry hall, where it looks just as it did when you first stepped foot inside minutes before midnight. So what do you do? High five uh, each other. Are, are we trespassing now? <laughs> See what's going on with him, because last time I saw him, he turned into like a little pretzel. <laughs> You look for Scrooge, and the body is not there. There is merely snow on the ground. That little bit of remaining snow mm-hmm. that seems to be blowing in a very slight wind. 
So there's no one else in this room then. No, we're we're in his room, right? You're in the entry hall to the when you first go into the manor house. Yeah, yeah. I, I rush yeah. upstairs yeah. to Scrooge's yeah. room. Yeah. As you start to rush upstairs, you hear from above a voice crying out, "Merry Christmas!" There's a sound of feet running down the stairs, followed by someone clearly slipping and sliding down the last few steps. Oof! <laughs> and oh. then there's a pause and a quick, "Well, I didn't expect that to happen." As the footsteps resume, you. Reginald are greeted first by Scrooge rushing onto the balcony in his robes and nightcap, carrying a jingling box under one arm. His medallion is noticeably missing. He stares across his entry hall as if to seeing it for the first time. He glances down at you, Reginald, and the others and cries out again, Merry Crit! Wait a moment, how do you get here? Well, um... We've had a night trying to save you. Yeah, it looks right. like we're uh, it's, good. It, no, no, he starts laughing. Oh, it's, it's fine. Who cares after all? It's Christmas. Am I right? Yeah. He rushes down the rest of the stairs. He takes his coat and a large sack from a closet. I have so much to do and so little time. Oh, let's see. How do I start? Oh, tell me. Uh, you, young man. He looks over at Reginald. Are you and uh, your fellows... Are you available for hire? I, I pay well. Well, all I do, I pay well now. <laughs> I speak for the rest of our group, my group and say, yes, we are for hire. Just give ah. us five minutes. <laughs> oh, very well, very well. Get your, uh, take your time, take your time. I'm going to get my coat and everything. Um, first of all, he goes to Reginald, you can start with this. Carry this here. He tosses the jingling box in a sack to you without a Oof. second thought as he throws on his coat. And it is a heavy box of coin. Oh, goodness. What kind of a night is this? <laughs> oh, it's not it's night. Morning, it's morning. I mean, oh, it's okay. Christmas. You know, you the spirits. Hard, didn't you? The spirits that can do it all in one night, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, from what yeah. I've come to understand, yes, they can. If you folk had seen what I saw, <laughs> it goes beyond belief, let I, me tell you. Oh. I'm so, going to choke him. I'm going to choke him. No, no. Isaac. Okay, stop, Smooth. You all look familiar. Have I seen you before somewhere? Just around town. <laughs> we get I believe we've had this conversation, Mr. Scrooge. About three times, <laughs> but yeah. Yes. <laughs> Say nothing of it. Where would you like me to take this box? I'd like you to follow me. Come, we're going to go out for a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a shopping spree, you could say. So yeah, Scrooge takes you all on a journey throughout Grace as he's buying all these gifts and packages and food. As he's putting all in the bag, he's wishing Merry Christmas to many very confused townsfolk. Uh, as he's going out, he's waving, Merry Christmas, Bill! Ah, there's Bill. Greatest God he could ever ask for. Uh, great. <laughs> she By just the way. stares at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like... Bill just kind of waves and blushes and closes the shutters a bit. <laughs> and I just keep staring at him, just like, I'll just get him. I'll it's get him next time. Well, that's all right. He's probably, say hello to your father, William. <laughs> so in no time, as you're going about the town, you go through this whirlwind tour as he's gathering more and more items and buying them as the coin in the box becomes smaller and smaller. Still a substantial amount, mind you. His sack is now crammed with gifts and food, and the box, like I said before, not quite as heavy. Before you know it, you find yourself standing once again at a very familiar street outside of a very familiar house. The Cratchit's house. Oh, we know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great people. They're really good. Scrooge turns to you all. Oh, thank you for all your help, but I can take it from here. He throws the sack stuffed to bursting over his shoulder and glances at the box containing the remaining gold from his spending spree. Looks at it for a moment, looks at you all and goes, eh, just keep it. As I said before, I pay well. I figure you can use the money. 
Yeah. So thank you, Mr. Yeah, Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah, you can keep it for yourselves, you can give the charity, whatever you want. I mean, after all, it's Christmas. Am I right? <laughs> I suppose it is. Isaac, yeah. did you still want to get that drink? Yes, yes, a lot. <laughs> many, many drinks. Yeah. Many drink. He goes, ah, there's a man. Well, Christmas spirits or spirits of Christmas, I say. My eyes just going to twitch at him. <laughs> so he places a hand on the doorknob of the Cratchit house and then scrunches up his face in imitation of the scowl he used to wear as he goes and says, all right, watch this. I'm going to put a skit. Wait. He says, stops for a moment and his mask is replaced by a full and grateful smile. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. May I just say one thing? What? I do remember you all now. Oh. You helped me. Yeah. You were there, weren't you all? Yeah. You saw the spirits. Yeah, it's whatever. Yes. It's, it's honestly no deal. It's a Christmas miracle. Yes, it's that. It's a miracle that we're all alive. Indeed. And, and that too. And by the way, Miss Master Fezziwig. How does everyone know my name? I, I don't know, but I don't know. I didn't know your name it. before, but I can see a likeness of your mother in your eyes. Belle Fezziwig, if I remember right, is the name of your mother. No shit. Oh my yes. god. Yes, yes, it is her name. At one time, I had the pleasure of uh, courting your mother way back on my youth, but her being an elf and me being well, let's just say I had reasons to try to live a bit longer, but <coughs> I was misguided. Would you do me a favor, lad? Of course. Tell her I said hello. And that she was right. Well, she loves hearing that, so I will be sure to tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see she hasn't changed a bit. Sounds just like Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, thank you all. A Merry Christmas to you. And if you'll forgive me, I'm going to try to uh, put one over on the Cratchits. <laughs> Enjoy. Allow an old man his fun. So... You watch the frosted window as Scrooge goes in, muttering under his breath like the clutching, covetous old sinner he used to be. But it doesn't last long. Soon he can't keep up the charade and starts giving away everything he can in the sack and just emptying gift upon gift and food and everything to the Cratchit family. And they're all just flabbergasted, not knowing what to say. You see Scrooge... Vigorously shake Bob Cratchit's hand, and you can hear him making promises to Bob Cratchit about both his future and his son's health. Soon you all feel a warmth radiate from the window that has nothing to do with the hearth. As you watch, it flows over and through you, and you cannot imagine ever being cold again. With a start, you realize you are not alone. The elderly man is standing beside you, smiling at the scene. Oh! Hey, buddy. Uh, hello. We'll meet again. I uh, see you were able to um, change an old man's mind. Very good. You've done a great thing here, I must say. Such good is rare and precious these days. I can see that the echo of your deeds will be felt throughout Grace, though they may never know it was you. But I will know. And I will remember. Oh, yes. <laughs> I will remember, my friends. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. All right. Hang on. The wind blows and the snow flurries. And the elderly man is gone. Wait. 
and from inside you hear a tiny voice say, God bless us, everyone. And that concludes part two of A Christmas Carol Adventure. Happy Christmas, everybody. I don't know what you're talking about. He just liked to laugh a lot. I'm just saying. I thought he was going to kill us. Thank you, folks. First of all, I just want to go ahead and thank my players for indulging me in a a little uh, festive shenanigans, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to thank Verge Games once again for publishing this holiday adventure and getting the module and pre-gen characters so soon after the Kickstarter closed so we could record this for the holiday season. Uh, If you want to to reach out to Verge Games, you can find them on Facebook. You can also find them on their website at vergeboardgames.com. And if you'd be interested in pre-ordering this, the Kickstarter has ended, but you can still pre-order the module. Maybe if you like to run it yourself for next year's uh, holiday season, uh, maybe you can take a break from your campaign. Uh, that would be great. And I also just want to point out that we, Dice Hooligans, will be back in two weeks as we return to our regular live play campaign called Vermingard. Uh, I, you know, Frank is usually the GM for Vermingard, and the rest of us are all players in the campaign. We've been having a blast so far. Uh, we welcome you to join us and uh, find out more about the uh, heroes and the villains of Vermingard. Also, if you'd like to uh, have more fuel for your Yule, if you will, check out The Winter Goose, a cautionary tale for the season narrated by our own Bjorn from Vermingard. So you can find Dice Hooligans on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review. You can also check us out by searching for Dice Hooligans on Facebook and Instagram. And finally, one more thank you. And this is a big thank you from the heart going out to our listeners. I want to say that all of us really have been overwhelmed by some of the responses we've been getting so far. We've had uh, fan art, has some great art commissioned. We've had people telling us stories of how they reacted to the adventure so far. And it's really heartwarming and it makes us feel that we're really doing something that only we like, but other people like as well. So if you haven't listened to Vermingard yet, uh, give it a chance. Check it out. Uh, we love you to join us in our adventure. And with that, from all of us to all of you, happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. holidays.